Lecture topic: Acquiring Noor. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadhi al-ladin astafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. اللَّهُ وَلِيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا يُخْرِجُهُمْ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَوْلِيَاؤُهُمُ الطَّاغُوتُ يُخْرِجُونَهُمْ مِنَ النُّورِ إِلَى الظُّلُمَاتِ أُولَئِكَ أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ most respected students of deen mothers and sisters we had commenced this discussion about the light and darkness the light of hidayat the nur of iman the nur of hidayat the nur of deen the nur of the quran sharif the nur of the hadith sharif all this is part of the same one and the same thing it is the different dimensions of the one same aspect the nur of iman the nur of hidayat the nur of the quran sharif obviously the quran sharif is hidayat the nur of the quran sharif is the nur of hidayat so the nur is one this nur is what allah taala has descended and what we are totally dependent on for our salvation in dunya and akhirat without this noor we cannot make any headway we cannot succeed neither in dunya nor in akhirat dunya a person may appear to be getting things done but without this noor he will be lost and akhirat there's no question of any progress any success without this nur of hidayat a person leaves this dunya without the nur of iman there's no iman allah forbid the person is left on kufr on shirk then this perpetual doom and destruction now everything is focused towards acquiring this nur we have been in various ayat of the quran sharif been reminded been highlighted for us that every effort has to be made to acquire this nur to the extent that this nur is in our hearts the nur of hidayat the nur of iman the nur that allah taala has descended through the wahi the nur that has come to us through the quran sharif through the hadith sharif to the extent that this is filled into the heart we will have light we will have guidance we'll be able to do what is required we will be able to avoid the pitfalls avoid the places of destruction because a person is seeing things in light to understand this a little my means of an example that somebody has been given a present now that present is nicely wrapped it's very very 
appealing in the way that it has been presented. It seems to be something very, very expensive. And so upon receiving that present, the person feels very happy, very elated. And he's really desirous of this. In fact, before it was given to him, he was hoping I get this. He was hoping somebody gives it to me. And now it finally came to him. He has this present in his hand. And now with great excitement, he is opening out the wrapper. And he is now, as the he is getting that wrapper off, etc. The excitement is building up. And he is more... Uh, enthusiastic about getting even further but what somebody had done actually was that they played a very bad prank on him that inside that box was some something which is going to hurt him that as soon as he opens the flap of that box this is going to now spring out at him and hurt him so now with all that excitement, he's opening out this box and eventually he opens out that flap and this was something which even explodes. It exploded. It came directly into his face and there was some acid in it. Can you imagine the acid now has splashed on the person's face and this explosion has now hurt him and injured him seriously. So now, outwardly, everything was very glamorous. Outwardly, it seemed like this is really exciting. Outwardly, it seemed like this was something that, you know, even if I have to pay for this, it's worth the while because it seemed like something really expensive. But now, the person was totally in the dark about what is inside because his eyes can only see the wrapping. His eyes can't see beyond the wrapping. So now beyond the wrapping, this explosive device is there, there's this acid in there, there's this jack-in-the-box they call it, that is there waiting to spring out at his face with that acid splashing onto him, and then the whole thing is going to explode. His eyes can't see inside the wrapper what's there, inside the box what's there, he can't see it. That's human nature now, that's human limitation. But now somebody else received this present. So they received this present, they said, look, it looks very nice on the outside, but I will take it to somewhere where there's a scanner. I will take it somewhere where this thing can be x-rayed in a scanner. Like you go to the airports, etc. now, the bag, etc. all put through a scanner. And when it goes to the scanner, can see what's going on inside. Can see, well, this is an explosive device here. Or there's something, some metal here, what is this all about? Sometimes they want the person now to open the bag out and they want to check it out. And sometimes people are trying to smuggle something that gets caught out. And sometimes those cameras are very, very sensitive. It picks up even some traces of things which people had probably kept in that bag at some time. Somebody had some drug in it. Now it's in a corner somewhere. Drug is now not even a metal, it's a powdery substance maybe. But this is such a sensitive scanner, it picks it up. Now people got caught out with all these things because now when the bag went through the scanner, it picked up something. And that person who was behind the screen, he saw this. So now somebody says, no, I got this parcel now. This present looks very, very 
tempting, it looks very exciting, but I'm going to put it through the scanner. Now he puts it through the scanner, the scanner detects, no, this is an explosion here. This is harm and destruction in the waiting. So he disposes of that quickly. I don't want to touch this, this is going to injure me, it might kill me. Now, the person who opened that box, why he opened it? Because he was in darkness. In terms of what's inside the box, unseen to him, he doesn't know what's going on there, he's in darkness. The person who went through the scanner, he was in a sense in light. Because he saw it, now through the light of the scanner, he saw what's going on. Now, just as the same thing, inside the same box, it's just under a piece of cardboard, under a piece of paper, but we couldn't see it. But then the scanner picked it up. So likewise in dunya, from the eyes of dunya, things seem very exciting. Looking just from the eyes of dunya, we're just looking at the wrapper. We're just looking at the external side of things. And the wrapper is very, very glitzy. In the Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah says, Huffatin naru bishahawad that the explosions of Jahannam have been ringed with the shahawat, with the passions and desires, with the lust, with all the things that shaitan makes it look very, very glamorous, very exciting, with the things that now a person, uh, you know, this Sifamuno now, go on to this site, will be very, very entertaining, and I'm going to look at that, I'll get a lot of satisfaction out of it and that will be a lot of pleasure for me a lot of uh, maybe peace of mind for me and what not. Now this all the wrapper. All this is on that exciting wrapper. Now that's the wrapper but inside what is it? Nabi Islam says all this is the outside but inside is the fire of Jahannam. Meaning the fire of Jahannam has been ringed with all this. What it means that it has been fenced with this. And a person gets to a fence, the fence then opens out for him. There's a gate there. It opens out for him, he moves in. So the person who touches these shahawat, these lusts, these desires that are haram, the person gets into that, he is now pushing that gate aside. And now next what he's going to step into, he is now opening that flap. He is opening that flap and what's going to happen, this explosion is going to take place now. But, it just that this is dunya, it is the test of dunya. So now we don't necessarily see the link between the flap we opened and what explosion took place. And Allah Ta'ala's grace is such that Allah Ta'ala doesn't immediately allow that explosion to happen. Allah Ta'ala gives respite. That my servant opened the flap, maybe he'll make toba now. So let it pass, and he might make toba just now. But then we open a second flap, and then eventually we open the last string. We open the last string, that was now directly going to pull the trigger. We open that last string, and then that pin was moved out of place, and the explosion took place. Now we in dunya don't realize and understand what flaps we have been opening, and how this explosion was linked to it. We take it as two isolated things. This is something else, that is something else. But it is not something else. It's all interlinked. 
Now this is what we have been told by Allah wa ta'ala in the Quran Sharif that look, you need that insight, you need that inner vision, you need that nur of the heart, because the nur of the eyes can see the flap. But the nur of the heart will scan the box. So you can't rely on the eyes, you need the nur of the heart. Without the nur of the heart, you're in the darkness. Then you're going to be very excited by the wrapping. But now when you took it to the scanner, you realize this is a disaster. Now you cannot realize a disaster without the nur of the heart. Without the nur of the heart, you're going to be very tempted by all the external things. And then you're going to start getting into that sense of shahawat. And the next step is the explosion of Jahannam. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So this is the need that we have to fill our hearts with nur. And we have to shun everything that's going to create darkness. Because it's never going to be neither of the two. There's never a condition and a situation where a person is neither bringing some nur in his heart, and nor is he bringing some zulmat in his heart. It's neither this nor that. It will be either or. It's either he's bringing nur, or he's bringing zulmat. Now this is an ongoing thing. A person did ten things which brought nur, and they did one thing brought zulmat. So now it dimmed the light to a point. But then now he made toba, then that went away. In the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that is a abdu when a person commits a sin, he did something wrong, then a dark spot comes onto his heart, and if he makes toba, now that dark spot it dimmed the light to a point. But when he makes toba, then that is then cleared up. But then if he didn't make toba, and a second sin was committed, a third sin was committed, he cast some haram glance somewhere, then he's listening to some music somewhere, he's talking something wrong, he's doing things which are not in order. Now each time there's zulmat being created, zulmat upon zulmat, darkness upon darkness. Now over time what happens, that heart becomes engulfed in darkness. Now when the heart becomes engulfed in darkness, everything seems very good. Every wrong that is, every harmful thing, it seems very nice. And a person becomes totally oblivious. How many times there are these kind of uh, incidents that are brought up and people complain about their own self sometimes, about others sometimes. They just can't see what's right. I just, just People are telling me, look, this is not the thing to do. This is what you should be doing. But it's just not appealing to me. But now why is this the case? Somebody is complaining about his child. Somebody is complaining about the spouse. We just can't seem to understand. And we've explained to him so many times. The wife is now at her wit's end. Sometimes the husband is at his wit's end. Parents are at his wit's end. What's the problem? The problem is zulmat. The problem is the heart is engulfed in darkness. And when the heart is engulfed in darkness person can't see. In darkness, what can you see? Stand in a dark room, what can you see? So now the need is to bring light in. The extent that the light will come in, then the person will see. The scanner now is on. Now that the scanner with the Noor of Iman is on, now the person gets a shock. I can't come close to this. This is very, very dangerous. This is wrong, this sin. This is extremely dangerous. I don't want to get anywhere close to this. 
And now like attracts like. Now he's got nur in his heart. So the nurani amal, those things that increase the nur, he feels very comfortable with that. He wants to do more of it. More tilawat. In the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Wasallam, one, some sahabi, he said to them, Alayka bi tilawatil Qur'an wa zikrillah. That hold fast onto tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif and the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ لَهُ نُورٌ فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ لَكَ نُورٌ That is a means of nur for you. فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَنُورٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ In the heavens and on earth. Meaning for you now on earth, the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, the zikr will be nur. And it will light up your world. It will light up your heart. And when you are lit up, you will light up around you, things around you. The people around you, you will find happiness from them because you are lit up. Hazrat Hassan Basri, rahimahullah, somebody asked him, but what is it about people who are constant on tahajjud, there's a certain glow on them. He said, well, they secluded themselves with Allah Ta'ala. So that company, meaning that seclusion with Allah Ta'ala, leaves its effect on them. Now this is a nur, and how often, it's not something to do with physical features, it's something beyond that. It doesn't have anything, any link with what is a person's features. There's something which a person who apparently may not be very good looking, so to say, but there's something else about them. How often we've seen this and how often we've witnessed this. That a person, simple person, but there's something different about him. There's a glow. What is this? This is that nur of the heart. So now, that's the one part of it, is to bring more and more this nur into the heart. Because this is what's going to lighten up us, our hearts, our lives. And when a person's heart is lit up, lit up with the nur of iman, lit up with the nur of taqwa, lit up with the nur of hidayat, lit up with the nur of tilawat and zikr, lit up with the nur of the muhabbat of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, then such a person is forever peaceful within himself. Such people, they don't have an issue of depression. Because their hearts are brimming with this nur. So they also feel pain, they feel grief, they feel whatever other emotions human beings feel, but in all that they are still content and peaceful. Within themselves, this is the effect of nur. Now we have to develop this nur. Now on the one side is developing this nur, the other side is staying away from things that are going to create darkness. And this is what we've already discussed, but this requires repeated discussion, repeated thinking about and pondering over to the extent that we now become conscious minute for minute. As mentioned, there is no situation that is neither going to create nur or bring darkness. It's one of the two. And now at every other moment, we are checking what, did I, what, is I, what I'm bringing. Now sometimes the mind is running in some direction. And suddenly it jolts a person. But this is creating zulmat in my heart. I'm entertaining thoughts of evil, of sin. This is creating zulmat in my heart. And this zulmat is then going to start affecting me. It's going to start creating inclination towards darknesses, towards dark deeds. I can't take a chance with this. I must make istighfar immediately. I must now dispel this darkness. I must make istighfar. I must make toba. 
I must make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, make some tilawat of the Quran Sharif to dispel this darkness. I started harboring evil thoughts about some person, maybe malice, maybe jealousy. I need to make a step because this is now creating zulmad. I can't afford this. I need to make Tawbah immediately. I make istighfar, make some zikr, give some sadaqah to clear the heart. Then a very, very crucial thing. The crucial thing is that this, among the things that create tremendous noor, very, very great noor, such great noor that Allah Ta'ala has declared His love for this noor. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهَ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, declare to them, declare to all mankind, to the believers, if you claim to love Allah Ta'ala, إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ Then what? فَاتَّبِعُونِي Follow my way. The sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam refers to his Mubarak way in whatever aspect of life. If the person does this, what will be the outcome? Allah Ta'ala will love him. So Allah Ta'ala's love is being declared for the person on what? On the basis of his following Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that is the sunnah. Allah Ta'ala loves that sunnah. So now can we imagine what extent of noor comes with the sunnah? What extent of noor comes with the sunnah? That every sunnah is part of this. And Allah Ta'ala has declared His love. Allah will love that person who follows in the Mubarak footsteps of Rasulullah Now this is not confined to one or two things. That a person now maybe is dressed in a particular way. person uh, is using the miswak. The person is maybe doing certain things. Alhamdulillah. Summa alhamdulillah. Every sunnah is great and very great. But this refers to every aspect of life. But now the lesson for us, if this is how great the sunnah is and how much of noor the sunnah brings, everything has its, what it has and it has its opposite. Everything has two sides to it, meaning one is the good and there is something opposite it. There is day, so day is lit, the sun shines brightly can see everything and then there's night, there's darkness. The day has its opposite of night. There's health. So then there's sickness. Very good health. Opposite very good health is extreme sickness. And somebody is on a level of he is probably the fittest person on earth. So opposite to that will be the most ill person on earth. Everything is its Opposites on its level. Somebody has got a cold. So some, the opposite person, uh, somebody is, well, he's just fine. So somebody is partly sick. But somebody is extremely sick. That is opposite to the person who is extremely healthy. Now keeping this in mind, Sunnah is on an extreme level of Noor. Which we understood from this ayat. So whatever opposes the Sunnah is on an extreme level of Zulmat. Now the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, following in the footsteps of the West, adopting their dressing, adopting their styles, adopting their manner of things in terms of 
Now, they, how they have their weddings, how they do other things in life, what is their style of clothing, their jeans and t-shirt culture, their the haya that has been decimated, whatever they have given and what has come from them, what resembles them is opposite to the sunnah. Now we've understood that everything has its level and the sunnah is on an extreme level of noor, very high. So the ways of Yahud and Nasara is on an extreme level of zulmad. Now a person has to keep asking, this garment I'm wearing, how long I want to wear it? The whole day? The whole day this is going to bring noor or zulmad. This, I'm going to indulge in this particular function or whatever, I'm going to go to this. On whose manner is this? The manner of the sunnah? Or in the manner of the Yahud and Nasara? I'm going to be there for one hour, two hours, three hours, Allah knows how long. In all that time, it's going to bring noor in my heart or zulmat. If it's in the manner of the sunnah, it's going to bring a lot of noor. If it's in the manner against the sunnah, away from the sunnah, and especially on the way of the Yahud and Nasara, it's going to bring a lot of zulmat. It's going to engulf the heart in zulmat. When a person finishes off there, Allah knows best what's going to be the condition. That's why many people in such situations even Namaz Qaza and they don't think anything about it. Why? It's a zulmat. It's a zulmat that they're not bothered now. How they dress there and what's going on there, then the music that's on. Now, this is an extreme situation of zulmat. One hour is too much, one, one minute is too much too. But now this becomes unfortunately the situation that a person doesn't think about what is impacting on him. And then because of that zulmat that has engulfed the heart, the scanner is off completely. There's no scanner now. Now it's only external vision. External vision can only see the rappers. And the rappers are very, very enticing. The rappers are very, very tempting. The rappers are glitzing. The rappers are really done in style. And a person gets very excited to see the rappers. But under the flap is an explosion. Under the flap is acid. Now we have to become conscious of this and we have to develop that noor of the heart. And to the extent that the noor of the heart is developed, then we will be able to recognize the darkness. Somebody was born in darkness and they lived in darkness in a dark space all the time. They don't know there's something like light existing. person doesn't even know there's light existing. person born blind, he doesn't have any idea what's light all about. But the person who's seen light, now when he knows what's light, and then he falls into some darkness, he realizes what he lost. That makes him come quickly back. So now we have to develop this noor very strongly in the heart. And to the extent that this noor has been established in the heart, now the scanner will be on. Now we'll say, no, no, this behavior is wrong. This behavior is not in order. I can't behave like this with my mualima, with my fellow students, with my parents with my neighbors, with whoever for that matter. This is not the correct behavior. Because this is wrong. This is disrespectful. This is hurting somebody. This is causing taklif. This is not in order. It's wrong. When we'll see that with the sun on, with the nur of iman on. But if that has been engulfed in darkness, what's wrong with it? Everybody is a free man. Just do as you please. But we don't realize there's no such thing as freedom. Nobody is free either the slaves of Allah Ta'ala 
or the slaves of nafs and shaitan. We can decide now where we want to be. And when the person is in the clutches of nafs and shaitan and in their slavery, Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us from that. Then he becomes a slave of every disaster. So the way forward is to increase this noor. Then this is the same noor that is going to help us in the cover. In order to tell us about this, that there is a noor in the cover. One Sahabi Nabi Wasallam buried him as Abu Salama after he passed away. Nabi Wasallam made dua for him and among the dua that Nabi Wasallam made for him وَفْسَحْ لَهُ قَبْرَهُ وَنَوْوِرْهُ Allah, you expand his qabr for him and you fill it with noor. Teaching us that, look, you must acquire this noor. Now this is the need. And at the same time to stop from those things, avoid those things, stay away far away from things that's going to engulf the heart in darkness. And in that regard, extremely important is anything that has come from the Yahud and Nasara, their styles, especially their styles of clothing and dressing. Now the whole day the person is dressed in that garment and the end result of that is going to be zulmat upon zulmat for that whole day. Now this is the need of the time that we turn to Allah Ta'ala, we fill the heart with noor and inshallah we'll see the great benefit of this. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala grant pain all of us the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخف لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكرم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله سابج معين والحمد لله